Hi there. I am uh, Dan Class. I'm a host of the Bitterest Pill podcast and a huge fan of the North Star saga. And when I heard that uh, the guys were doing a Kickstarter campaign to fund season two of Northbound, I really wanted to get in- involved. I really wanted to talk to the guys. Seth was available to sit down with me for a little while and talk about the whole experience. Let's just say I'm so excited about the project. I interrupt Seth through the entire conversation. Seth, I apologize. I cut myself out as much as I could. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's what's left of my interview with Seth Anderson of the North Star Saga. So, Seth, I wanted to talk to you about um, the Northbound Season 2 Kickstarter is well underway. And I know time is ticking away, but... We thought we'd fit this conversation in before, you know, before the end of the Kickstarter. Uh, h- how much time is there as of today? I guess it's, what, September 1st as we're speaking? But, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's um, Kickstarter campaign is going to go till September 8th yeah. at noon, at noon. So it's actually, uh, I, I did not plan, uh, I guess Jason and I did not uh, kind of confab on how we were going to just push publish on Kickstarter. And I just was like, well... Let's do it at noon. Uh, we'll, we won't worry about, you know, some kind of right. full day or something that we could salvage out of that last day. We'll just we'll just say really the last day of September 7th with a little bit of, with like, morning effort. panic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so September 8th uh, is when we're going to close down. So we're about a week away and uh, hovering at about $9,000 of our $15,000 goal. Which uh, is which, yeah, pretty amazing, right? Pretty amazing uh, for... A lot of different reasons. Uh, first time I've ever done this, and and I I came to, or we came as a team to this uh, after a long process. We had we had thought about Kickstarter. It had been suggested to us for various uh, reasons at different stages yeah. in the production cycle, and you know, kind of like with like this is the time uh, with this particular point uh, where we're at with. Uh, Northbound and how it's leading into North Star. It just felt like the time to kind of take our measure of what we could do with the community, right? Um, uh, what kind of um, what we could drive, and you know, it really has flexed our muscles uh, with with how we uh, interact with everyone. It's been wonderful. I mean, yeah. I don't really care about the money. I really care about how <laughs> awesome it's. You know, it, because this has just been. I mean, I shouldn't say that, but I. I no, no, I really, it's really been quite a moment for me to interact and get to know a lot of different people here in Michigan, because I've, I've been uh, for the, during the campaign here, I've been out here in my hometown in Iron Mountain, just on the ground, so to speak, while Nate's in Los Angeles and Jason's out uh, right now, he's in Knoxville. And, um, Jay will do what he can do remotely, but to be down here and, and to talk about the project in a way that I haven't been able to, because I'm usually in Los Angeles, that's been a gift, man. I can't yeah. tell you how great it's been. Now, Seth, you know? let, me, let me derail you for a second, yeah. for, because I know a lot of people that end up listening to this will know exactly what we're talking about, and there are oh, going to sure. be a few people that don't know anything about it. So, And I'm not sure how far back to go, but yeah. let's. I guess we'll start with today and then we'll serpentine, right? So. Right. You're raising money for season two of a web series called Northbound, which is the two-season prequel to a feature film called North Star. Yes, that is the most clear and concise description of a confusing thing. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. know what, North, yeah. Am I recording my own voice? 
Here, hold yeah, on I a got, second. Because okay, you can hear me, right? Hold on a second. Let me just check something because I'm having... Healthy waveforms there? I do, yeah, but I wanted to make sure. Because I, I just, yeah, you don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk to you for an hour and then have to dub myself in like a kung fu movie. Great. Um, so, uh, yeah. so season one of Northbound is online uh, exclusively at geeknation.com. Correct. And people right. can watch that anytime, either episode by episode in a supercut. And then you're raising money now for, for how many episodes? Is it the first three of season two or the first four of season two? Well, at minimum, yeah, yeah. At, at minimum, it's going to be that first three because uh, honestly, that's going to tell a story. Uh, but we are working towards that fourth episode as well within the next production cycle, which we're uh, planning for November. And, and so, what's your um, what's yeah. your like from eight hundred thousand feet uh, description of the three part epic? Because I. I know so much about it in a way that it's hard, it's hard for me to like, what can I say? You know what I mean? Um, right. So how, yeah. how are you describing the whole big project, but from where the public is right now? Well, if you've never heard of it, it's a post-apocalyptic web series set in Michigan uh, that follows one. We're, we're going through the lens of one survivor of this cataclysmic event that's pretty mysterious. It's not uh, nuclear. It's not a virus from what we can tell. You know, we're keeping some of those secrets close to the vest. But suffice to say, a lot of people died in one 24-hour period. And we're, we're focused on one guy and his daughter who, uh, instead of dying on the day of this cataclysmic event, actually went comatose. So his quest, his problem right away, is to figure out why she was spared in that way and hopefully give her a new life, such as it is in this apocalyptic hellscape that we've got. You know, right, um, right. It's, a it's a beautiful landscape that he's in, and he's a survival. You know, he's an ex-Marine, so he's a survivalist. He can, he can work with the land, and he kind of prefers it that way. But... At the same time, he's dealing with other people, and you know what they say about other people. So, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, what 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 so, was it Nietzsche yeah. that said? Other people, hell is other people. Right, right. Yeah. That's that's what I was Something trying like to that, do. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because yeah. I highly recommend season one, obviously, and oh, it great. is this very very singular. I mean, something about the music and the way it's shot and everything. It really takes me back to those old kind of John Carpenter. Um, I don't. It's yeah. a it's a kind of project that people aren't making right now. So yeah, I mean, I I'm really seeing, getting, I'm really loving it. Yeah, I, I'm seeing. You know, from um, and and to say what's in Northbound is is it's you know it is a prequel, so that the, the main character that you focus on named Alex when you watch that first season is going to be the focus character along with his daughter uh, throughout this longer story that we're telling. It's always going to be about this father and his daughter uh, working their way through the new North America right after this event. Right. Um, so that's the broad view of what we're doing. We want to, you know, we've got a lot of thematic stuff going on about power and how to rebuild society and all these things that uh, I'm very interested in. But, you know, tonally, when you watch it, yeah, we wanted that kind of propulsive carpenter feeling. Right. Um, and I can't. We. I, I think a lot of what I can't help personally when I'm working as a filmmaker is I can't help uh, kind of wanting here and there to take our time with the the landscape. So sometimes people yeah. are watching these more silent uh, areas <laughs> right. because we've only got one guy. And I know that the, you know the I call the pace deliberate. Some might call it a little slower. 
But, you know, those first few episodes, partly because we were just getting our feet together, but also because it's just personally my thing. I can't speak for the other guys. I like a, a, a more slower or, or a, a little more time, a little more breathing right, room right. in, in right. the middle of a kind of Carpenter-esque propulsive action thing. You know, but, and, but and I, love, the, I love that, too. So. Yeah, and, the, you know, the footage is beautiful. You guys are using a lot of drone camera work. The landscapes are yeah. unbelievable. Now, the first season is almost entirely in, well, no, I guess it is, except for flashbacks, entirely in a couple of feet of snow. And yeah. then the music, which, yeah. um, and I don't know if this is how you pronounce Oyuki Conjugate. How do you, how do you say it. the name of the art? That's it? Oh, good. That, um, that's it. So you Conjugate, yeah. Just, yeah, the, the melding yeah. of the actor and the costumes and the, these insane landscapes. Um. And that music, and then also just the anticipation of like, what are what are we watching? What right. you you know what I mean? It, it's been riveting. Um, yeah, I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you um, stuck with it. I, I think that for those first few were proof of concept. They started out that way, yeah. um, and then um, by season th- or sorry, episode two or three, we were starting to craft episodes because Geek Nation picked us up. Right, and. Right. Uh, by by three we get our footing and then we're diving into the mythology that's going to take us right. into North Star. Okay, you so know? Um, right, right, yeah. Okay, so this is where now I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little less like a nice guy who's interviewing okay. Seth Anderson, and a little yeah. more like your friend who has read. Okay. So so there've been no spoilers up until this point. Okay, right, You're right. And obviously I'm not going to spoil so. anything that hasn't been released. But if you have if you're listening to this and you haven't watched season one. I'm probably not going to be able to help myself, and I may spoil season one for you. I'm not going to spoil season yeah. two or the feature, but I'm warning you right yeah. now. From now on, I'm assuming you've seen season one. Yeah, you might want to stop. You might want to stop. stop. And just go watch it. And the whole season, I forget what the super cut is. Um, it's, it's, it's 45 or 50 minutes. It's, it's you know, what you it could is? go watch it. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, watching an uh, hour of television, and then you just can come back and... You'll right. see that last shot. You can talk about it then. You know exactly, exactly. Right. I'm still not convinced that I'm recording myself. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm there. So, um, so what was I going to say? Okay, so so I'm in this weird position, as you know, Seth, in that, and, and I'm going to brag about this here for a second. But I so I've seen season one, but because I have, you know, inside information, I've read the entire thirty-page synopsis of season two yeah and before any of that obviously you were gracious enough to give me and i read the feature film okay the north star north star yeah. north star yeah. okay so so that as is, you're, yeah. so this is my this is what i'm gonna i'm gonna bitch at you a little bit because you guys are trying to raise this money and which you got to get right and you've been talking about yeah. how great it is for the Upper Peninsula, which is great. And the Upper Peninsula is beautiful. But, Seth, you guys are making such an awesome project that I'm like, we have to give uh, these guys money. I mean, listen, I think it's great that all that money is going to stay up in, in Michigan. That's, that's uh, amazing. I, but I think well, even I, for people I, that are not from that area, they need to support you and your brother and Jason and people like you guys who are trying to make original – work based on original right. ideas with people that are trying to do something new and something different yeah. that maybe has influences elsewhere. But you know what I mean? Because the things that I ca- – I mean, anyone listening that knows season one, 
the list of things that I cannot tell you right now that you will be blown away. That I mean, that's the thing is like season one is awesome, but season two is like epic. Uh, epic. Yeah. You know, what's funny is we started with North Star as a script as our basis. We had to reverse engineer and, and, and a, a whole story fell out, you know, right. And it just happened. Right. So yeah. for people who might be on the fence about throwing money at this project, I mean, it, imagine, you know, how great season one is. And then imagine that that somehow leads to a feature-sized story. Mm. And season two, and you guys get into it pretty quickly. Yeah. I don't know. Season two feels like a feature to me, man. I mean, the scale of this stuff. How is Jason, your producer, such a genius that you guys are even going to be able to pull that off? Well, I think that there are, you know, one of the, yeah, I wouldn't write anything I didn't think we could, we could accomplish for one <laughs> right. thing. I, 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 there have been crazy things I've written that have been, you know, where I had the out there cap on and I was right, able, right. totally demolished by my brother. But, uh, or Jason would be like, that's just, you know, forget that. Uh, and it's, it's how it is. But then we would, you know, what you've read, what you've read anyhow, is I think doable. I think that, you know, when the rubber hits the road also, you're out here and you figure out other ways. Right. Uh, you find solutions that'll that'll be fine creatively. Yeah. Well, and, you, and you're getting so much got, local support too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Your investment in the Very area is such that um, I mean, it's amazing how people have rallied around the project and are working their tails off. And I mean, it's just it's been amazing. The team we've got is, you know, a lot of these guys were started out as uh, they they have different skill sets. Some of them are working, have you know, they live here. Some of them have been involved in the theater. Some of them have been. A lot of them are engineers. The guy that you mentioned, the drones, that's a helicopter. It's like a mini helicopter, this oh, wow. guy, Dan England. Dan England, who's um, he's a, you know, Northbound is a co-production technically with his company, Aerial Vantage. And I think I mentioned this once to you, but I was thinking I was going to meet Dan, and I was he was going to be kind of hard-nosed. This is the guy who builds helicopters that are the size of, like, a small car, you know, and, and oh, wow. um, older, too. And then I come in here, and, and there's this, I think Dan was all of 23 years old or something, and there's this kid genius, like, getting the best helicopter shots I've seen of Michigan in my whole life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and delivering the first few shots for season, episode one, you'll just see it right away of northbound those were the type of people that i met right early on that uh jason and i were looking at you know what was getting produced and going you know we're going to be all right i think (laughs) 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 it's exactly how i saw michigan growing up uh, at least a cinematic version of where i grew up so the um team has started out with not really having a ton of film experience you don't you can't quite do it up here it's it's not uh, accessible. Um, there, there's not much filmmaking here. Uh, we're trying to change that, but you know, and it went from by around episode three or four to uh, I got one guy directing over here. I got Austin directing over here. I got Katie, one of our camera operators. You know, she's operating a, a camera directing. You know, we're all kind of starting to learn how to make films again. Me included, right? I'm getting the rust off because I had been writing for three years. Right. But I remember the day we all started working together and started to hit our stride. I can remember we were up in Houghton, which is on the, if you look at the Upper Peninsula, there's a big ridge on the top there. Uh, it's called Copper Harbor. It's the kind of the, the end of the earth, so to speak, up there. It's a beautiful, beautiful shoreline for Lake Superior, uh, which looks like, for all intents and purposes, the Atlantic Ocean, right? Mm. And you really feel the primal history of upper the Upper Peninsula, like the Ice Age history when you're up there, right? Yeah. But when we were up there shooting and finally getting scenes knocked out, I was like, okay, 
not only can we do stuff outside very ruggedly because these guys are used to working outside in 18 below. You know, I'm not. I've been in California <laughs> for 10 years. Right, exactly. Uh, but and not only can we go outside, we can do that. We can also start to uh, – we're starting to light things. We're starting to figure out, you know, the basics that I – the fundamentals of film school are starting to get to be uh, old hand. We're starting to move forward with that. Yeah. So, yeah, that team, i got to tell you, when we started to work together, now they're doing their own things. I'm just so excited to see that. You know, the door was opened out here for, for filmmaking and, and for people to do that. And we're, and we're also, you know, I've been saying this with season two, we're opening our doors to people like me who grew up here when I was younger. And if I saw a North Star coming into town and I saw a guy like me when I was right. a certain age, the whole, the whole, like, doors of what I could do would be blown apart. Yeah. You know, and what's possible growing up in a small town because you have that small town isolation here. You do. You yeah. can't get away from it, right? That's just not good or bad. That's just the way it is because you're geographically. Uh, right, so, you right, know, you're in a remote right. area. So I don't know what the question The question is about the team, right? And I don't, they, you know, I don't are, even remember anymore, to tell you the truth. But Well, they're just, um, we're blessed. I can just say, you know, yeah. to sum it up with that. But, you know, to, to put a point on it, you know, with season two, we built something with season one with this group here, and we're going to start to slowly overlay the Los Angeles component, some of the uh, the crew and the technical uh, uh, people that we've got out there, they're going to start to come in a little bit more with season two. And all of this is a dry run for us to get ready and start to weave together to make North stuff, right? Because right. I do want people that have been here from the beginning to be involved in a feature film on some level as well. We're going to figure it out somewhere in the medium here with me season two, you know, yeah, we'll suck yeah. it out and see how it can go. But, you know, so far it's been it's been good, you know, and that's well, been well, right. And, yeah. and season one looks great. And I recently we rewatched it and then I went and I rewatched the character teaser for for season two. Yeah. And the character teaser for season two looks I mean, even better than season one. Yeah. Like there's yeah. there's some maturity in the camera work and the light. The yeah. lighting is insane, but also just and this is where the spoilers come in. I mean, most of season one was this very slow, like you say, lonely journey of this one character and his daughter. And then right, right at the last second, you suddenly meet, what you know, three or four new characters. There's yeah. a, this thing that happens. So. I don't think I'm spoiling anything if I go back through season one and go, so wait a minute, in season two, it looks like there's what, an army? There's some sort of religious order. There's maybe yeah. a, a group of, um, not vigilantes, but, you know, uh, a militia. We call them militia. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the word I can't find. So there's an army, a militia, some sort of religious order, maybe. There's clearly troops on the ground, highly trained there. And then at the very end of season one... And and it's alluded to a little bit, but the girl that's in a coma, whose name escapes me right now. That's Crystal. Yeah. It's, it's, right. So we – like there's so clearly something going on with Crystal that is so beyond what we can even imagine at this point that it's sort of like this riveting cliffhanger. Just that, just that little element of it. Yeah. Is Crystal yeah, connected and- to the visions of her mother? Was Crystal the – you know what I mean? Like did she disarm the right. sniper that was there? You know what I mean? Like all this crazy stuff that's clearly what season two is about. I, I, I have to assume that the longtime Northbound fans are going nuts. Well, I, if they're not already, I think that we're going to reveal some things that um, – for anyone that started to pick up on the little mythological bits we've thrown out, 
when you get into season two, you're going to get a lot of payoff for little things, right? And a lot more, a lot more, um, a little bit of a deeper dive into what uh, what's going on with Crystal, for one thing. Well, also, with, right, and also you know, characters that right. that seemed minor in season yep. one may or may not come back in season two. <laughs> you know what I mean? And things that I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen in season one. Like, what was that? Obviously, gets revealed a little more and a little more in season two. So I gotta, I, I gotta say, uh, thanks for for giving me the uh, giving us the benefit of the doubt in, in saying, uh, at least implying that we knew what we were doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Stuff. Listen, you know, it doesn't but, take yeah. a genius. Watch the, you know, for anyone, watch the. Well, watch season one, but watch that that I mean, what is it? A couple minutes that character uh, teaser? Yeah, that's about two minutes, right? Yeah, showing off some of the new people that are going to show up. Because yet. it looks like you've already even shot the second season. I mean, it looks so beautiful. Well, I tell you, so that and that uh, it's just to go off of what I was saying about the crew. You know, yeah, everybody, uh, yeah, they just went to the next level. They've gotten to the next level. Yeah, you know. Right, and and it's been geometric like that. It's been very quick. They, everyone here has learned very fast. So that you know, when I did see that footage, uh, and we were color grading, I was like, man, we are this close to prime time television quality, or or if not oh, yeah. at the level. And and we are going to get into that with season two, where technically we've kind of set that aside, and you know that's my hope anyhow. And then we are finally able to uh, really tell our story with full full freedom. Right. Without really worrying about some of the um, learning curve that's involved with just technically making these episodes, right? Right, right. And is your yeah. is your main actor uh, the actor that plays Alex? Is he? Yeah. I think you mentioned. Well, no, I don't remember if you were referring to Alex or Alex's uh, the the actor that plays Alex. Does the actor have military training? Well, Nate Alwine. I don't think Nate, who plays Alex in Northbound, I don't think that he's. Um, I mean, if you look at him, you you just think, yeah, he's he's had training. I I don't really know Nate's history. I I, I don't think I, he's had training with the guys that we've been bringing in. You know, we've yeah. got a lot of service guys actually, uh, uh, guys that have been in the service in the production that are more than able to help us make sure everything looks right. Okay. Um, so that's been great. And I think the only issue I I get I I don't know if Nate's been in the service now that I mention it because. He gets a lot of flack from Evan and um, <laughs> this guy Phil for walking upright like Schwarzenegger all the time. You know, because gotcha, because they never would do that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, it's like he's got good posture, and to me, it's like you know, it's kind of like Schwarzenegger in Commando or something. But um, well, to uh, a civilian, Nate, he's very Nate, believable, which is why I asked. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's so um, you know, Nate for that character is has got the biggest heart in the world. And and I, I wanted uh, that type of character, the kind of Hicks character from Aliens or something, you know, the cool soldier. Right. I wanted it to be. Uh, I wanted to kind of zag a little bit and make it uh, uh, someone who might look that way. But when he's speaking, he's, his warmth is just so evident. And also, his looks were such that you know, um, if he's good looking, I say this all the time. But if he's good looking, he really doesn't know it. And oh, yeah. Alwine's kind of like that. He's kind of like that. He's very humble and very... Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, very sincere. And I'm like, this guy's like uh, a Greek god, right? But I'm... Yeah. <laughs> right, he right. He wouldn't know it. You just... He's got no uh, facade whatsoever. And that's what you get out here. You get real people and right. people that um, sometimes don't even know how talented they, they really are until you bring it out and you work with their 
their rhythms and their talent, right, what you see in them, right? Well, yeah, and after reading North Star, if you had told me that you were going to go to your hometown and hope to find an actor that could mm-hmm. play that role, I would have thought you had lost your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and that's because I'm kind of an L.A.-centric, you know, actor right. snob guy, right? But, right. yeah, Nate is so <laughs> – he's so perfect for that role. There's something about – I mean, obviously, physically he fits, but yeah, there's something about his face and just kind of his soul or whatever. I can't really put it in words. Yeah, like you completely believe that he is a three-dimensional human who is so concerned about his daughter, but so physically able to protect her at any moment that um, it's kind of fascinating to see. And also to a fault, I think, you know, if we're... We're getting into season one spoilers, but I think he thinks he's so capable that he can actually survive uh, exposure to 20 degrees below zero, like 20 degrees below zero wind shears and, and right, uh, not right. get hypothermia. That that sort of uh, was baked in, this idea that, uh, uh, no, I'm going to do this on my own. I am right. that, um, right. that commando that can do this. And he got knocked down a few pegs in season one. And and that's the, the emotional starting point, realizing that, uh, you know, you can't rely on your body. If you're, you're, you're with your daughter at stake, you can't operate this way anymore. You're going to have to figure out how to some, but some sort of solution with other people because this is not going to work itself out without some help, yeah. some community, right? Right, right. Um, that, yeah, and that's where it gets, it gets. It gets to a community theme about right. the rebuilding of communities and instead of a I, I guess, you know, we we are treading with North Star and Northbound in a post-apocalyptic uh, archetypes are, are very easy to, to stumble on. You've got mm-hmm. Mad Max and you've got Walking Dead increasingly now. And you've got, um, you know, as, just as far as reference point, Alex is a character that's a soldier, is a very, um, a character I was very scared of writing, but... Again, you always want to zag when you think we're going to zig with this this type of character. <laughs> right, it, right. You know, it's not going to be just some badass all the time. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a two two dimensional concrete or uh, cardboard character. And the other thing, you know, thematically with season two is we don't want it to just be a big old bloodbath where everybody's awful, and right. Um, <laughs> right. we want to show uh, people trying to be good despite a, a hellish environment or a, or a uh, an environment that's always hostile what is that right yeah yeah now uh, yeah. i thought i read somewhere that there w- was a little bit of recasting that's gone on between one and two and i think it's the character of ghost right is that right yeah and i know right. you can't talk about too much but is that's the character from the character video that i was talking about earlier yeah, yeah, that, that is, I right? was afraid okay. you thought Ghost, Ghost had died, and, and then we had another character. But it was um, Misty who played the character uh, in the season, first season. Uh, she just, well, she got married, and, and she had a baby, and she moved from uh, the area. Oh, gotcha. So we uh, we both talked and kind of came to the solution that we'll, we'll just, we did want to continue shooting here, and she gave her blessing. So we, uh, she even, um, see, I think she's distantly related to the woman we've got now, Caitlin. Before. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, so, you know, it, it can be that way. You've got cousins out here. I mean, I've got you know so many people that are somewhat related to me out here as well, you know, between Andersons and Schneiders. And, but that's how it is, you know. And um, so she, uh, Caitlin came in and um, right away uh, felt like a different looking, but also uh, another kind of energy. Same same character. Um, right. But, but uh, definitely has an arc of 
that we're very excited to get into. And I think a physicality that people kind of locked onto right away, too. I thought Ghost was kind of one of those characters that might do that uh, yeah. for people. And yeah. it, it seems to me like, you know, yeah, every time, a lot of the time we're showing the new footage, they're like, who, who is that? Right, you know, who is that and where are, you, where are you going yeah. with that character? Like, holy cow. Yeah. And, and that's the yeah. thing that, and people will have to take, uh, kind of take me at my word on this, but having read the stuff that you've written, you actually write a lot of female characters, and you right. actually write a lot of very uh, strong female characters. Um, which cure that, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and you and I have talked about that in the past, yeah. where you definitely don't write, like, all the guys and then shove in a couple of women for love interests or secretaries. Or, and, and I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is because because season one was so about that one character who happened to be male. Where season two and then the feature are very much, and, and Ghost kind of kickstarts that. Yeah. There's way more involvement by very strong, dominant uh, female characters. Absolutely. No, I, I, um, that was one strange kind of quirk about season one is that right off the bat, just because of the way it worked and the two characters we clearly had to focus on, you know, Crystal's comatose and you've got a guy and right. it was kind of felt like, wow, right away the energy is more of a uh, survivalist male kind of driven thing. But, you know, I, you go with the grain there and you just, well, that's the story as it is right now. And I got to right. tell you, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Northbound and the North Star saga that we're calling it now is, is, um, is very much very filled with female that have total agency and have, are not beholden to right. Uh, right. really any man. And they, they, they have their own clear arcs uh, as human beings. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, that I, I think naturally I was more interested in seeing that. I think we're seeing a trend in that. Um, sometimes it feels a little forced, but we are seeing that on the more mainstream level where casting is getting finally becoming right. a little bit more, um, you know, we've got Ray now in Star Wars, which should have right. happened a million years ago. Right. Right. And, um, and I, I, not that you just do that because you do feel it in the air, but you don't do that if it doesn't work. Uh, right. I, part of the deeper mythology, part of the, the deep bones of this thing, the soul of this thing, is that it is going to be a female-driven story. There's a reason for that. It's, 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 it's part of the DNA of the whole thing. So, uh, you know, by season two, first shot of season two, you're going to see a female character that has no, no man with her. And I wanted, that was partly I wanted to establish something that is important to me, uh, for me anyhow. Yeah. Uh, and for the guys. I think that, yeah, we want to just see that. And we want to see, I, I almost just want to see balance in that way, right? Well, yeah, and it's funny uh, you should use that word because I was going to make the uh, the claim, and I haven't really check-checked this, but after reading season two and looking back at the script, I mean, your your gender breakdown could easily be 50-50. Yeah, I, I where think the world you've written is a real yeah. world where there's two two biological <laughs> sexes, male and female, right? So, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it seems like once, and I'm sure there are a lot of female fans of uh, Northbound as it is, but I think, um, I just think you're going to end up tapping into a much, even a bigger audience with season two Look, once everybody yeah, you, keys you, into the, you know, that part of it. Yeah, I think you're you're on to, to it with Ghost, and I think you also know where we're going with it. Um, it really is going to be something that I, I hope uh, uh, everyone sees, but uh, women in particular, if they if they... There's, you know, we're getting better. It's just getting better in that way, right? And 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 um, I hope that our project organically can 
to kind of start to build that out a little bit more and, and provide more genre-related female characters that are not uh, necessarily Laura Croft, you know, um, although we've got some pretty kick-ass women. But I'm, right. I'm thinking of the older genre female uh, characters that, uh, you know, the Wonder Woman kind of archetype that's... Um, <laughs> you always think, well, I'm glad we're, we're finally seeing her. I'm glad they're kind of going hard on, on the whole thing about how she thinks, you know, secretaries are slaves in that trailer and everything, you know. Right, right. Um, but, you know, it's like it's about time we had Wonder Woman, for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have to, of course, get Batman and Superman first. <laughs> right, of course, please. 75-year-old character that should have been, right. a, you know. long ago. Right. But it feels like with this series, you're offering the world, you know, what, four to six new Wonder Women? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. pick your flavor yeah. of, like, yeah. is this, you know, um, do you like them like this? Or do you like, you know, like, do you want your female hero to be brawnier or brainier, younger or older, uh, taller or small? You know what I mean? Like, it's a big world. Right. I mean, you've cr- basically created a world where there are armies and civilizations. So everybody ends up getting represented or at least that's the way it feels it feels just so rounded out you know i right and i it is a north american story uh which isn't necessarily apparent in in maybe northbound but you know this event that happened really is american it it happened in north america i mean we do know what happened in the world obviously from our end we're not going to reveal that anytime too soon but uh, uh but you know it is an american story and you want to have the America that um, the North America that we see, the United States that we right. see represented. You want to see women. You want to see different people of uh, different races and creeds. Um, and and the post-apocalyptic uh, scenario really helps you just go to the, the, the clear the slate, right, and and get it right down to where everyone is pretty much at an equal footing. Right. And it really will come down to who's smart, who's evil, or not yeah. evil, but who's got more of a criminality, who's got more of a you know, everybody's primal nature has kind of come to the fore, and that's fun to write. And I do think that's why the genre is popular, because you are getting back to that primal state right. of thing. And the pretense of civilization is, in so many different ways, been uh, torn apart. You know, I've, I've thought about that. I, I don't know what it is that attracted me, but that, that's part of it. It's fun to write that, right? Right. Kind of re-examine yeah. where would we be if if everything got unplugged and... Yeah, we had to regroup. And what if uh, you? What if you had a decision for the first time in your life to be good, or to do something? <laughs> that, you know, you're, right. you're like, you're not uh, culturally in, inculcated to do something anymore. You don't really have the crutch or the uh, fear of reprisal if you do something that's not so good, right? And right. those that that's fun. That's fun. So, well, I think I'm quickly running out of time with you, Seth, but is there is there anything else that we can talk about before you go? I mean, it's there's sure. so much to I mean, cover, I unless unless we should just talk again some other time. I mean, there's, you know, your brother's love... beautiful designs, and I mean, there's, you know, we could go on. Yeah, I, there's a conversation to be had about my brother's design work, which is yeah. Um, yeah. world-class, and, and my brother did uh, turn a corner uh, last year with a lot of the work he's doing in Los Angeles that um, we I'd love for him to talk about, I think, where he's he is now, um, I'm just so inspired by him. You know, I, I grew up with him out here. Uh, we creatively came up together, so to speak, and yeah. kind of developed our own our own way with what we do and what he what I do and what he does. And to see him flourish like this uh, with his artwork and to also get design work that is always fresh and exciting and always 
pushing different boundaries that you know that that's what's going to make northbound also be very distinctive not only the location obviously i think it's a different location the people infusing the uh, roles that we're coming up with now but also my brother's design work overlaid on top of that and you know just that's the collaborative quality that we're really bringing to bear that's really bearing fruit now we've been working for 10 years dan you know right Um, right and my brother's been in the trenches with in galleries and and doing his own work and diligently working. Yeah. Is your brother becoming a famous artist? Because it's certainly starting to feel that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like he's painting go, murals yeah. in Los Angeles. He's every time I turn yeah. around, he's got work in some show. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I, and it's completely deserved. It. Obviously, the guy is insanely yeah. talented. Right. I think one day we, you and I will wake up and realize that Nate, Nate's famous. And, and yeah, I, th- I really do think yeah. so. But I, I did have that kind of consciousness shift when he had the mural. He has that mural in Los Feliz, the Charles Bukowski, and I right. started seeing it. Without him, with you know nothing connected to him on Instagram, people were starting to enjoy it as yeah. uh, a neighborhood attraction. I was like, well, that's what you do as an artist. That's what you want to do. You want it to go, go beyond what you do, just you. And you, now people are enjoying this as something right. that's a part of the city and um, you know they can be inspired by. I yeah. mean, that's you know, that's. You know, well, we inspire each other, my brother and I. But so, yeah, my my brother and all that. I, I'd say if I had to give you information, I think we should talk again after uh, with Jason and Nate when we shot. I think sometime later in the fall. Let's do that um, for sure. And uh, coming up, we've got one week left. Like we, uh, I think we said at the beginning, we got one week left. We are really approaching uh, the goal of fifteen thousand to make uh, the next set of episodes in November. And we're going to do it all here in Michigan. Uh, amazing team. Um, I think that teaser that we've been talking about with character teaser uh, really does speak for itself. I think we have gotten to a whole other level technically uh, that yeah. really is going to uh, help us to really be off to the races right away when we start shooting. And uh, it's NorthStarSaga.com. That's really the website. That will give you a big old button that says uh, if you have the uh, – inclination to go to kickstarter and then there's a button uh, there that says watch season one if you want to test the waters and see what we've already built which i'm very proud of you know i'm, I'm so proud of that as is i'm glad that exists right and then you can go to the website there and uh, learn more about the, the larger long-term goal that not only uh, involves northbound uh, but the feature film and uh, that's what we're calling the north star saga because we had to think of an umbrella term that had kind of came kind of couched everything together so that people know that Northbound and North Star are part of the same world. Right. Uh, that's cool. You know, people do that with books. You know, and Hell yeah. I love Dune. Uh, you know, I love, <laughs> what is it, uh, what's the other series I was reading recently? You know, I read a lot of sci-fi and it's like, um, yeah, I love William Gibson. I love the Sprawl. Oh, sure, trilogy, yeah. Right? Yeah. Just reread that and it kind of holds up. Yeah. Neuromancer. Does the website site also, though, still include a bunch of kind of like character design work and costume sketches and all <laughs> that kind of early material the north star designs which we then just reverse engineered for northbound and and you know we just had to come up with earlier versions of what we had for north star uh those are up there if you really want to get a hint at what's coming up very exciting uh you will see characters that are uh still in play still going to come up um and we we know where to place them um I, i really think by the way north star's only characters right now are alex wallace and crystal i could be wrong Officially, is that uh, right? Yeah, but uh, there will be other other characters that we'll yeah. be introducing that uh, that we can talk about at some point uh, in Northbound season two. That will have 
great bearing in North Star. True, true. Um, well, it's very so, exciting. I'm very excited for you guys. And uh, as a fan, I'm very excited, God knows. Okay. You know, for anyone that ever thinks about giving to a Kickstarter campaign, this is definitely worthwhile if you're into film, specifically, you know, science fiction or these post the whole post-apocalyptic genre. Uh, supporting independent film and cinema, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's got it all. Yeah, and I, I like I like what you said about uh, original genre material because we do live in a world of reboots and and. Uh, oh my God, the movie uh, the movie listings now. I, I mean, uh, holy yeah. cow! I've, I've heard the term "lega sequel" a lot now, where oh, I think is Star is? Wars is a lega sequel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had to come up with another term because we've already done all the sequels. Well, now what do we do? And we've got uh, parallel universe sequels where we got right. Star Trek now, and yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I really do want to. Be, um, you know, we, we, I thought the Matrix would really uh, kickstart an era of fresh voices, and 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 you do. So, see it so did I. That's wow. interesting. Yeah, so yeah. did I. And um, it's really. It's really been kind of a shame how little really super fresh stuff has come out, or at least come out really fear, hit. You know? Yeah, I mean, genre stuff is so expensive, and it's a lot of fear about doing that, uh, yeah. and, and I, I understand that. But, you know, also the technology is getting a little bit, um, you know, last five years even. Yeah. It's gotten a little bit easier to do these things. Uh, what we're doing is a little more low-key in the science fiction stuff, but, but I still think that, um, you know, I think more and more if we could get more voices at a middle level like the guy that did moon and um oh my god other, you know, um who did warcraft by the way i just forgot oh that's that. right moon i love seth i love moon in a way that i, I cannot put into words moon and um oh man you know some of those middle middle uh level mid-budget science fiction things yeah that would have been like you know logan's run in the 70s right. or you know kind of <laughs> right. more uh, <laughs> right exactly. like just more um a little bit brighter uh yeah. in the the brain power um you know we're not seeing that as much and a lot of people bemoaning it but i think that we uh something will strike a chord sooner or later because the audience is starting to get a little bit more discerning about where they're finding their media and yeah i think more niche stuff is is going to get a little bit more of a foothold right yeah at least i hope so that's what i'm living for geez well we're 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 waiting on you seth with bated breath save us seth anderson you're our only hope (laughs) you know we'll we'll give it a shot thank you From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. We'll give it our best shot, and we'll go down to flames trying. Exactly. All right, Seth Anderson, I hope to talk to you soon. You are a pleasure, my friend. All right, dude, that was was great. So that was Seth Anderson, writer, director, co-creator, co-director, co-producer. Listen, I don't know all the titles he has, but basically that was Seth Anderson of Lull Skull Productions, creators of uh, the North Star Saga. I cannot, I think it's become clear by now that I cannot encourage you enough to contribute to the Kickstarter campaign. So listen, I'm looking at it right now. As I speak, now it's Labor Day, it's about 1.33 p.m. here in Los Angeles, California. As I record this, there are 99 backers, okay? $11,420 of $15,000 that they're trying to raise, okay? So... If I can wrap this up quickly, I'm going to try to be the 100th backer. If not, you should try to be the one. But even if you're not the 100th backer, even if when you go to give money and back this amazing, and I'm telling, I I wish that we could sit down and I could tell you everything. Even if they've hit 15,000, 
still contribute to the cause. And I'll tell you why. Because if, if they go over 15, then there's a chance that they can just go right into the next episode before going back to the well. Do you understand what I mean? Okay, so so that's where we are. So if you want to, uh, uh, if you want to watch the first season, if you want to watch the character teaser, just go to uh, geeknation.com and look for Northbound. I'm really not sure what an easy way is to get to the Kickstarter. If you're one of my listeners, just go to thebitterestpill.com and scroll down until you see the post for this uh, recording. I'm sure wherever you're listening to this, Facebook or Twitter, you know, I don't know how you got here. But wherever you are, if you just probably look down a little bit from the button you push to hear this, there's a link to the Kickstarter. Okay? Uh, this interview will also be part of the next episode of The Bitterest Pill. I don't know the number. We've been doing it for 12 years. I've kind of lost track. The episode will probably be called Northbound Rodents. Um, so look forward at thebitterestpill.com. But North Star, Northbound fans, uh, greetings, hello, and goodbye. I hope to talk to you and speak with you and meet you and all that stuff. Okay? This is Dan Class. Goodbye. <laughs>